And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. themes that I contemplated using was why are we not 1,000 members? You know, Bishop was doing a number of camps and this was one of his themes. Why are we not 1,000 members? But then I said to Jamie, no, let's remove that and change it to servants armed and trained. Servants armed and trained. Because that is the purpose of my gathering you together here. Despite the laughter and the fun we will have and the binding, you know, the fellowship. It's to train you. To arm you. So that you can do the work which God called us to do. Let me say something about the background here. If we are too close, then we will, Pastor Robin will see how we can move, but I'm sure it will work. Amen. I don't think we need this now. That can go off. I want to say something about what we are doing. And I want you all, because there's so many new faces here, I want you to understand very powerfully from the start. Some years ago, I was, I, was, uh, I was invited to preach in Uganda. And I went there to a little town called Mbale. That's where Pastor Moses and Pastor Derek comes from. Are they here? Is Derek here? He's coming. Yeah. You may, you may be seated. It was, at that time, I had not met... Uh, Bishop Dag, I think I knew Pastor Lafoy as my mentor, but I was on my first African trip besides. So I was going in a certain direction already, you know. So as I was there in Mbale, it was a very shocking experience for me. I saw poverty, I saw bicycles. Motorbikes, but more bicycles. I saw thin drivers <laughs> carrying fat ladies <laughs> uphill on a bicycle. You can ask Moses if it's true. They call it border, border. Border, border, because they used to take you from the one border to the other border. That's where the term, it's like taxis. Taxis. And it's like just common, you know. They put me in a hotel up there and I was standing outside. It's very hot. 
thank God there was a little fan that was just blowing here. And it, it, it is a very third world, that part of Uganda. Kampala is a little bit more, that's the capital, a little bit more developed, more people. But this was really rural. So I saw these bicycles on the gravel road up and down, up and down. Then it was time for breakfast. Hey. The egg had no yellow in. <laughs> Just white. But, but it, it came out, I'm sure it came. Because I was standing there where the guy was frying it. But I don't know if it was infertile or what. It's just white. Every day, white eggs. And bread. But that was the closest I came to what I like, you know. Because now I had to let my palate get used to matoki, chapati, the food that the Ugandans are very used to. Yeah, so... Matoki is like mashed banana. Like you get mashed potato, they do mashed banana. But the bananas are very huge and it's green. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not like our bananas. This, this is Mickey Mouse banana. You can ask, Pastor Moses will tell you anything I'm saying. He can. Is there any other Ugandan here? Yeah, he can tell you. I'm, I'm taking you somewhere with my story. There's going to be a lot of stories. You must just listen. So every time I come, you know, it's the same like in Ghana. I think that in, in, in places like in Africa, the, they pride themselves on their food. Like they really want you to taste their food. Matoki, chapati, and the chicken is very small. <laughs> like, like the piece you get in your plate is not much. Probably the poverty. Then... The pastor, the pastor, because I'm the pastor, you get the, what's that inside you give the pastor? The, the gizzard, no? Yeah, the gizzard. It's like, that is the, the, the like, like we call it the derums, the, the. Huh? Yeah, chicken heart, chicken stomach, those things. Like they, 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 they feel proud if they gave you that part. Huh? Yeah, it's like an honor. Is that right, Pastor Moses? What's it called? The part they give you? Yeah. That must be included, yeah. And then very small, if chicken is very, you almost don't take, it's just bones. Then the chicken bone is very hard. They went, they went out of their way, wherever I went, they went out of their way to give me some chicken because I'm, I'm from a... But the, it was, I'm not lying. It's like, ah! <laughs> so I was there for about seven days or eight days. I was preaching. And uh, hey, after a long time, you haven't eaten your own food you start to, to long for it. Do you understand? Because it's bananas. Now, every time, 
And it's like a lot of soup, man. They throw it so over the rice, like watery food, over the bananas, and it's a whole mixture. So at one stage, one pastor, he was, he, by, by food, no, I don't want to be offensive, so I just say, no, 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 thank you. Just small, 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 small. <laughs> then the one pastor, he put my, Pastor Stephen, he put my plate very big like this. He said, Pastor, eat. I said, please, no, no, no. <laughs> just as little. He said to me, I'll never forget, he said, uh, where's your faith? I said, why, why faith? He said, faith will move this mountain. <laughs> By faith you shall move this mountain. Now Moses makes such a party. So one day you must make it for them and bring it to church. So it, it, it was the nicest part. It's like a thick bread, like a dough, like a roti, but a thick it's made the Moses, they still do it here. But anyway, so what happened was, if I'm honest with you, I was getting sick of, of, of the food because it's very similar every day. And in Ghana's also jollof rice, uh, you know, uh, he will tell you, the food is similar, but they really like it. Huh? So they, 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 they give you a lot. Where in South Africa, we have a lot of variety. You must thank God for South Africa, I tell you, when it comes to food. Yeah, so I want to tell you the, the, the story. So when I got to Kampala, so Mbali, is it south of Kampala? Yes, it's south of Kampala. So I had to go home to South Africa. And then, but I was also scheduled to preach in Kampala one or two days before I went home. So as I was going, as we were traveling far, hours, dangerous road, hey, buses coming close. <laughs> was praying, Lord, have mercy. Then when we got to the capital, you won't believe what I saw. The capital city. Must I tell you? I saw Nando's. I told the driver, Stop right here, right now. Because my palate has tasted this before. This is what I like. This is what I'm used to. But to my surprise, the Nando's bones was, was also very hard. But at least, at least. You know, the sign. Yeah. So I thank God that although I was far from South Africa, there was a Nando's right there that could satisfy my earnest desire for real South African food. Amen? Amen. Now I said all that to, to teach you a lesson. You see, there are many types of food you can eat. But then there's the food that you like. Are you listening? Yes. Now in Christianity, there's variety of ministries. Oh yes. And some like 
some like this more than the other. Uh -huh. Like Pastor Moses will tell you, his food is nicer than South African food. That is how we, something that is nice for his mouth. Uh -huh. So, in the ministry, you also get different tastes and different foods. Uh -huh. And I've also discovered a food that is good for my palate. And what is good for me is good for you. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. That is why when, when, when the Lord led me to meet my pastor, you know, it was a divine encounter to propel me into the ministry, to take me forward, to chalak me, to move me, to bring me out. It was a divine encounter. And that encounter uh, made me taste something that I like so much. But, but, but that, that, that taste was far away. Very far away in Ghana. Do you see? But I thank God for franchise. I thank God for the Nando's franchise that didn't stay in South Africa, but they exported their product to, to Uganda, to, to Kampala, so that I could enjoy the same thing that the Ghanaians was enjoying, or the South Africans was enjoying in Johannesburg. I could now eat in Kampala. A franchise. So, I want you to be very clear from the start uh, that you can call us Kentucky Fried Chicken. Is it? You, 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 you can only be one brand. You can't be multiple brands. There's not, you never go into a shop, like Kentucky won't have some Nando's here, some Kentucky here, some, is it? No, if it's Kentucky, it's Kentucky. Are you with me? Yeah. Some restaurants don't even allow you to bring in food from outside. Yeah. But if you a certain tribe starts with the letter C, they they bring in drinks. They bring in drinks in their bags. Because they don't want to pay for the drinks there. You understand? But but the real rule is you shouldn't actually be bringing in other food. You must eat what is there. Because that's their brand. So when I tasted the food, the spiritual food, I said, let me make a franchise. Right here at BMI. Are you with me? And you know, the Lord is gracious. The Lord is merciful. What we have discovered in the franchise that I went to go and fetch, it, it, it will bless your soul. It will enlighten you spiritually. 
it will give you spiritual strength. It will make you a strong Christian, a great believer, and then a great worker for the kingdom. Amen. Amen. So you will notice that what we are teaching and what we are saying is not different to what we what I have learned or where I'm connected to. It's, it's, it's the same thing. And it's like, we try to give you the exact experience. As much as we can, the, the bones will be a little different. Slightly different, but, but, but it's, the color is the same. Yeah. The outside posters are the same. The Nando sign is the same. Uh, is it red? Is it Nando's written in red? So it's red. Oh, and Kentucky is also red, isn't it? McDonald's is yellow. Uh, that is why, unashamedly, I am feeding you with the food I'm enjoying. And I'm not mixing it. I'm not mixing the Kentucky with this, with this, with this. If it's Nando's, Nando's. Like, I genuinely like Nando's. Who likes Kentucky more than Nando's? Let me see. Yeah. What is your favorite restaurant? Let me see. Maybe I can take you one day. M McDonald's. Let me see. McDonald's. McDonald's. Hands up. One, two, three. Oh. Yo, what a shock. Burger King. Burger King. There's Burger King. Burger King. Uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, is this means what's Nando's, Nando's, Nando's. Who's joining me? Who's joining me? Nando's. What else is there? No, man. Huh? What? Yeah, fast food. Hungry Lion. Who likes Hungry Lion? Now you must remember your choices, huh? No, Fridays is closed. Fridays is closed. Fisherman's Lane. Fisherman's Lane. I think it's Fish and Chips, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't that the brand? No, no, no. Are you crazy? We're from Delft. Ocean Basket. Good to see you. Okay, focus. Look at me. The reason I'm telling you all this is to make you understand. Do you see, I'm eating from a certain food. Hmm? But what is great for you is that I chose not to hide it from you. Uh -huh. I, I, I have a pastor friend. Oh, God, rest, uh, God save him. He's down in the gutter now. One of the things he told me that he doesn't share what he's reading with his leaders. You know? He says, because you see, if the leaders become too clever, yeah, then they can also want to uh, absorb you and take over and all these things. So I don't, don't tell your leaders what you are reading. And I didn't agree with him, and I still don't agree with him. Because I show you everything I'm reading. And that is why we put this, I'm back to what I wanted to tell you. You see this big, what is this, a bookshelf with all the books of Bishop Dag. 
And I don't think even it's big enough because there's, there's only 60. So they now have 100, isn't it? Yeah, 100. Hmm. I don't know how else to explain it to you. Yeah, it's like, it's like Kung Fu. Do you see? There are different styles of Kung Fu. Bruce Lee, his style was called Jeet Kune Do. It is the technique of the stopping fist. Yeah, the technique of the stopping fist. He could hit you from one inch and he, would, he could kill you. Then you get Kung, uh, what, Judo, Taekwondo, all this Jiu-Jitsu, Karate, Kung Fu. It's different art. But it's all, all fall under fighting. Uh-huh. But different arts, you see. So you must choose which art you are coming with. That's why even in the Kung Fu movies, uh, you don't come with many arts. You fight with crane style, and I fight with eagle's claw. You see. Then you should see which style is better. This is a style in the Kung Fu genre. Uh -huh. And I want to tell you, this is, for me, this is the best style. And I also believe that God has, has, has graced us and given us the grace. Yeah, before our, our time is over in this earth, which goes quickly. We just heard a sister died. Now, I just heard the news. Somebody told me. One of our sisters. One died last week and one died tonight. Mm, they just told me now. So, Calvin had to rush back to the work of a shepherd and go and console one of his. So, so, so time is running away from us. Do you understand? The day of your death is closer today than it was, it was yesterday. Oh, yes. It's closer today than yesterday. So we're getting closer. And we don't have lots of time to look around and to try this and to try that. and to try. Once we find the style, we must go full out and all out. Are you with me? And that's why I want to train you. I want to really train you. And, and I hope that this camp, by God's grace, I ask the Lord to help me. Because three days is not enough to train you. But maybe it can just set you on the right path. Now, there were many, the camps were never empty. We, our camps were, this is actually a small, small camp, right? Our camps were like 200, 180 and up. So you wonder what has happened to the people. They've received training. They received training. Pray that you don't receive training and then throw it away. Fight deception with all your might, all your power. You see, a lot of the things I will say to you, I probably said to them also. But I don't know. They either didn't take me serious or they thought I was bluffing. 
do you see? But I want to tell you that I'm not bluffing at all. Because I am a witness of the goodness of God. Amen? I'm a witness. Acts 1 verse 8, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my It sounded like a kung fu move, isn't it? Yeah, that's eagle's claw. So I'm a witness. I was praying the other day, and I thank the Lord for what the Lord has done for me, you know. And I really, and I really, I really ask the Lord to forgive me. If, if ever I, if ever I took it small, what the Lord has done for me, I tell you. The Lord has been great. I like, that's why I like that song. Um, um, no, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't give me the wrong song. I was playing it on the guitar the other day. Um, he's done so much for me. I cannot tell it all. Yeah, you see. If I have 10,000 tons... won't be enough then I see those that are very closely connected to me how the Lord is also starting to do things for them yeah. I say oh Lord I don't know what it is that the devil kind of closes our eyes so that we don't see the goodness of God you know for what he's done for us it's, it's, it's. What, what shall I render? That's a great song, I tell you. I play it. It's only three chords. Only three chords. What shall I render to Jehovah? But I also believe it's this, this, this thing. Even this connection. Hmm. I was chosen to speak at the City for J thing, and some of my leaders went with me. And I was telling them, listen. I know you are very intelligent here. I was talking to like groot kopke kokadure, gries koppe wat niks bekom het nie. Heere vergewe hulle. And I said, look, you can doubt what I say, you can, you can check me. Don't believe the words I say, then believe the works I do. And I even told them, come, come. this is our address. Number one, Gilo, Delft. Or number three, Utaniqua, Delft. Or number 44, Kasawa, Delft. They said three. I said, we are surrounded with roads. I didn't tell Deirdre yet. She's, she's, gonna, she's already under much stress. There's a meeting next week of a certain pastor's group at my church. She knows about that meeting. But now another pastoral group wrote a letter and said, can't we join that group at that meeting? And I think the only reason they wanted to join, they heard it was at my church. Because, you see, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with you. 
gaan nie stry met jou nie. Praat maar bij je. Gaat jou net wees. Ze moet wees raak. En gaat jou wees maar. So I'm telling you that to say, look, I've tested this thing. And I'm all in. Actually, actually I must tell you something also. It, 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 I, I, I battle <clears throat> with the idea that the benchmark is set so high. It's too high. I, I don't know how to make us rich. Although I can almost give you an idea. We, 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 we similar, but we far behind. I give you one example. When when they do camps, their members are expected to pray for 21 hours. Nine nine nine. No. 27 hours yeah. in three days. Besides the camp, the, this, besides, there's not this teaching. Besides this, there must be prayers. You must add at least 27 hours. So I said to JC, JC, I like to copy these people. But how? How can I tell this group? They must pray for 27 hours. So by the way, don't sleep much on these three days, right? Because if there's a prayer requirement, then you must be up in the night. So forget about, this is not that camp where you're going to be eating one another with cushions till 3 o'clock in the morning. No, it's a serious camp of being touched by the Lord and really praying. Because we know a lot of people can uh, what they can imitate like they spiritual but 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 God we've been surprised all these years they, we, there's nothing that can surprise us anymore no 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 you can't pretend anymore amen but this is what we have so we're not gonna put two or three books and say okay no 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 it's the full franchise it's the full franchise it is what they have there. We are trying to bring it to you here. Because they are eating good fruits. And they are experiencing explosive growth. And wonderful church experiences. And also, we also want some of it. Amen? Amen. And that is why this is like our background, our decoration. I'm not ashamed. I want to pay honor to the people that have helped me on the way. And currently, I'm so blessed to be connected to Bishop Dag. And then, whatever comes from that is a blessing. You see, this visit of Bishop, uh, this guy from Singapore, he phoned me yesterday after the Liverpool win. He didn't phone me, but I sent him a text. I always said, what a game. It was, you, do, you missed a great game yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, they were they were one nil down and they came to win four one. So I send him now in Singapore it's morning by them already, like three o'clock in the morning when it's here by us about ten o'clock. So I send him 
I was afraid he's going to tell me again, hey, Pastor Chris, but I know because he's a Liverpool fan, he will watch the game by all means. Then he started chatting and he said, oh yeah, we're still top of the log. And then he said, uh, I'm excited to come to you guys. And then I said, oh, but no problem. We have booked your hotel. Everything is ready for you. So I'm thinking now, how in heaven's name can such a wonderful man of God be connected to us? Do you see? And say to me, he's excited to come to me. When I told the Assemblies of God, South African leaders about this, it was like the minds couldn't really comprehend. So why will this man come to you? Then they started saying, oh, we've, we've heard uh, he was elected in, in Madrid. In, it was in Spain somewhere. I think it was in Madrid. Yeah. It was the elections for the new leaders was held in Madrid. So they said, we heard about it. He was, he was elected. He said, yes, he's just that guy. It's that guy. He's coming to us. Do you see? It's like some great spiritual thing well, is going to happen to you. But there are many adversaries. You see, that's why I say, we were many. But why is there so few? Because of this adversary. This wicked devil that we are fighting. This evil Satan that we are fighting. But let me get back to servants armed and trained. Amen. So, so, so if, if anybody, if you are here and anything is bothering you here, it's your spiritual level that needs to be tuned higher. I'm just saying that eh, because this will be how it is. Uh-huh. The art of following is one of the skills we teach you. The art of following. That you must follow unashamedly. You can only follow if there is no pride in you. If you are full of pride, which is one of the topics I would like to address this weekend, then you cannot be a servant. The first thing about the servant is, he's used as one of the two examples of humility. You must be like a child and you must be like a, a servant. Servants armed and trained. Now, I trust the Lord that we will all want to carry this title of servant. Amen? We all want to carry this. I should have actually called it servants armed and dangerous. Bishop Dag tells the story. Actually, it is this bishop. I think it's this bishop. Yo. Bishop said he was with him in his cathedral and then they greeted this. There was a young lady that was greeting them. It's almost like one of the Yalpas. Hello. Hi. You know, are they are the Singapore Koreans? They very hi. And she seemed very friendly and very shocked. Then Bishop said, I can't remember one of the tapes I was listening to. He said, Then the pastor told him, This woman that greeted you now, she's armed with a gun. And she's trained in combat. She's also around for our safety and our protection. Then Bishop said, he looked back to this, hi. <laughs> and suddenly he started seeing her through different eyes. It's no longer the softy high, but she has on her a pistol. 
and she's trained in martial arts in case anybody tries to come and cause harm to the guest or to the senior pastor. Seven, but armed and dangerous. But you now, you, you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you. You are a seven, but are you armed? And are you dangerous? You see, if you are walking with me, uh, and the devil comes for me, if he sees you, not me, if he sees you, he should be saying, wait a minute now. The seven is armed and dangerous. Turn your Bibles quickly. Turn your Bibles to Genesis 14, 14. Please. Genesis 14, 14. Are you all here? Yes. I don't like this thing that they tell us we can't. What, what time must we stop talking? I want to make a noise, but I can still preach. Yeah, We're not going to that's why I told them, it's good I told them leave the drums. They were packing drum kits and everything. I said, no, leave the drums. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants. Born in his own house. 318. And he pursued them unto Dan. I think sometimes we don't know that these guys, Abram, Isaac, Jacob, David, they were killers. Oh. <laughs> he didn't hire people from outside. He trained his own servants in his own house. And he armed them. Hallelujah. And this weekend you will be armed. And you will be trained. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Why, Pastor? Why? Why do we need servants armed and dangerous? Because we are involved in a war. It is not like a natural war. It's a spiritual war. And we can't fight this war with soldiers that are not trained and armed. Amen? Why must we have soldiers trained and armed? Because of the vision we have. Our vision is to have a larger church than what we are currently having. Why? Because, Pastor, it is, as I said in the little talk I gave to CT4J, it is the most appropriate vision for a pastor to have, is to have a large and a big church. The question is like this. If you're going to have a church, why not have a big one? Isn't it? If you have a house, why not have a big house? If you want a TV, why not have a big one? If you want a car, why not drive a big one? Isn't it? So if you have a church, why not have a big one? Why settle for a small one? It's the most appropriate vision. You can have many visions as a pastor. I could have a vision just to have you wonderful small group here, you know, because I, I get a salary. 
at least all your tithes can cover my salary, few others also. So, so if that was my vision, then there's not much that I have to do. Are you with me? Then I've actually, the, the devil has deceived many pastors to think that we've, we've reached our goal. But I'm here to tell you that, you see, as much as you think that we now have a nice church, we have uh, a lot of taxis, we have, it looks like it's full. I'm telling you, I feel that we've done nothing yet. Get to the job. The job is not done. Get to the job. And that's why this camp was also called. Because for us to accomplish the vision God gave me, I need to train and arm my servants. Uh -huh. Because we need to go and make war. Our brother is taken captive. Hallelujah. And we need to go and fight to win our brother back. Hallelujah. So, you can't be just normal. You get different types of people. And in churches also, there's many types of people. But I want you to become like a very dangerous church member. Dangerous to the devil. Are you with me? Who of you saw that movie called Taken? Taken was a cheap movie, but it became so popular just because of this guy fetching his daughter when she was... Uh, kidnap. I don't know how the thing spread. Everybody heard about this movie. So everybody's watching the movie. Isn't it? But you see, when the guys came to take the daughter, the father was on the phone. Who didn't see this movie? You must be, I don't know where you, what planet you're on. Here, Nicole. It's Al Davis. It's Al Davis. Any rate, Clinton... Craven Nicole movie as a belief man. <laughs> when he hears them on the phone taking his daughter, he tells them, if you're looking for money, I don't have any. But what I do have is a particular set of skills. Trained and dangerous. I don't know. Skills who you that make. Oh, there it is. Put the lights off and then you, you play it. Put, put, put the it... lights off. This, this movie, wait, wait, who, who, don't be forward. This movie is about a girl that is going on a holiday, but the father and the mother is divorced. So the father is a trained agent. And, but they never knew because it's undercover. You must be undercover, you see. So what happened is that now, he told the daughter, when you arrive there, she's going on holiday in France. He didn't want her to go because he knows the dangers. He works in the underworld. But he said, okay, if you get there, phone me. And she didn't do it. Yeah. Then he phones her and then she answers the call. Isn't it a little bit before this? Isn't that the one where she, she's dancing? and Huh? Yeah, she's just dancing there, and then the friend is dancing, but she's on the phone, and then, then play that part if you can. Yeah, play that part. Then, then, did you watch it? You didn't see it. Okay, you must try and get it. We, 
When when our when our when our wall is done, there's going to be a movie. I, I promised you, there's going to be a little theater. Many of Bishop Dag's videos will play. Jimmy Swaggart, uh, Billy Graham, Great Crusades, Benny Hinn will be always play. It will be non-stop. It will be a big screen. But now and then, we will let you know it's movie night. Then you can come. I think it will make it sit a hundred or so. Then this will be one of what you call a Makana movie. Because there are lessons. Movies are just dramas that you act and then there are lessons in the movie. But when, they, when the daughter is taken away, <laughs> I tell you, the guy, he, 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 listens, he listens to the breathing of somebody on the other side. <laughs> now you need a particular set of skills to know somebody is even there on the other side. And he told them the skills he's got makes him a nightmare for people like you. But he said, if you let my daughter go, that's the end of it. I will not look for you. We will leave it. But if you don't. Hmm. What, what, what did he say? If you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Tell me when you have it, Bevan. Huh? All right. They're going to play it first now. It's movie night. Right here in Claymont. Lights. Lights. What did I say? You were supposed to call me when you landed. I'm sorry. I thought maybe something was wrong with the phone I gave you. No, it was just such a rush at the airport. All right. Well, if, of course, if I'd had the number where you were staying... I would have just called there. What's the number? I don't... I don't have it. Kimmy, come on. This was one of the conditions. Let me talk to one of the cousins. I'll get it from them. Dad, they're in Spain. I didn't know, I swear. To Spain? Kim, is there anything else you want to tell me? Kimmy. There's someone here. Her cousins are back? Oh my God, they got Amanda! What? Who are you talking about? Kimmy. <laughs> anyone on the plane? No. In the airport? No. Yes, Peter. Peter? Peter who? I don't know. An American? No. Did he know where you were staying? He took a cab with us. I'm scared. I know you are. Stay focused, Kimmy. You have to hold it together. How many people are there? Be precise. Three, four, I don't know. Where are you? I'm in the bathroom. Go to the next bedroom. Get under the bed. Tell me when you're there. Five, maybe ten seconds. Very important seconds. 
Leave the phone on the floor. Concentrate. Shout out everything you see about them. Hair color. Eye color. Tall, short, scars. Anything you see, you understand? They're there. I can hear them. Remember, concentrate. Marco, you sure you're going to do closer so I can hear. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money, but what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. This is a servant arm and dangerous. Or you will be like that. To the devil. Amen. May you not just be a member. May you become the servant. And that's why this camp is called. So that we can train the servants. Amen. First humble. A lot of the people that received training. They were not servants. And that's why they're not here anymore. Not that they died. They just chose to move on. Amen. So we're going to train you. And that's why. That's why I fell in love with this, this type of Nando's here. Because everything is there. The skills, the training, uh, the art. What does it mean? How do you pass the people? The art of shepherding. I mean, in all my life as a Christian, and I've been a Christian for many years, serving the Lord and working in the church, never really found books on how. I went to Bible schools. Different small, small Bible schools, even university. There's nothing like how to do the work of the ministry. And then when I found this wonderful appetizer, this appetizer I realized, yes, somebody is helping us. How, what to do? You know, that's always a question, isn't it? What must I do next with my life? 
I've been at breakthrough. I've come along. I'm here now. It's 2024. What next? What shall I do next with my life? What is my plan? What is my vision? And, and people are always asking this question. What next? What must I do next? Pastor is, is, is telling us about this and about that. Where will I fit in the whole story? But we are blessed. And again, I say more than blessed because everything is given to us. Huh? How, to, how to, to do the work of a shepherd. Why is it important that all of you become shepherds? Why must you all be like pastors? No church taught me this. It's like there is a pastor in front and we just the members. As long as we don't sin. And uh, if we do sin, we mustn't, nobody must know about it. Bring our tithes so that he can continue his work and preach a sermon for us every Sunday. We never knew that it was also our work to do the Great Commission. We never knew that God is going to expect of us also to do his work. And that's the reason why we are left here. Not to pay tithes so the pastor can have a good salary. It's to also be pastors and ministers and shepherds. Hallelujah. So that one day when we stand before God, we have something to say. Hallelujah. The art, the art, how to be, what it means, the art of following, how to follow. Everything is given. That's why this is a display here. How to follow. You can't follow if you're not humble. You can't. You see, for me to constantly mention my pastor, every time I'm speaking, you, you can't do it if there's pride in you. You can't. So all of you that's mentioning my name a lot, you see your family might get angry about it. Don't worry about it. Huh? What is actually happening is that it's a very biblical and spiritual thing you are doing. Because you are now, you are now uh, honestly saying where you are being blessed from. You see. You, you'll get people that maybe don't want to do this or won't say this, but they don't get, they get far. They don't get far. Uh, today I made a copy of something. Uh, where's my phone? Bishop Dag was, somebody posted something. Somebody posted something. Uh, I, just, I just highlighted it. Uh, photos. Yeah. He says, do not follow empty people who just talk but they have achieved nothing practically. Hmm? Talk, 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 talk. But nothing practically. My, fr my wife has a friend on Facebook. He talks, 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 but he's got three members in his church. <laughs> but he's always telling the pastors what their mistakes are and, and what the Lord is looking for now. But the pastors are like this and the pastors are like that. We got three members in this church. If it's not raining. Three members. <laughs> I read it again to you. Don't follow anyone. Don't follow empty people. Who just talk but have achieved nothing. Say nothing. 
You know, I don't want to make you too clever. I'm here to train you. But the danger is if I make you too clever and somebody talks nonsense to you, you're going to say, what have you accomplished? Now that I'm listening to you, what, 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 what have you accomplished? Do you see? You can tell them, I can show you what my pastor's done, but I, I, want, I want to know what you have done. Because one of the things I learned from my pastor, what is it? Don't follow empty people who just talk, but they have achieved. What? You must stretch it. Nothing. Nothing. It's very true what I'm saying to you, eh? Even your uncles, you see, you see let me tell you, people who, are, who don't like the church, huh? let me tell you, you, some of them are like so schooled in the word, according to them. They are now so schooled in the word. They don't attend the church, number one. Every pastor is wrong, number two. <laughs> Do you know people like that? I see a lot of people shaking their heads. A lot of people shaking their heads. You also know some. Everything is wrong. He, he knows the truth. He knows the truth. And the people want to make him a pastor, but he just says, no, he don't want. He don't want. Have you heard that story before? People told me, I must, you must be a pastor the way you know things. But they've accomplished? Nah. Say it right. Nothing. They've accomplished nothing. So, so, so don't, look, don't argue with people like that. Let me give you a great advice. Huh? Don't argue. Yeah? Your time is running out for you to do something for God. Don't bother. Don't waste your time with such stupids. I'm telling you that don't waste your time. Keep working for God and make sure that your fruit is showing. Because at the end of the day, you must stand before God and say what have you done what have you what have you accomplished uh, oh there it is beautiful do not follow do not follow we believe in the art of following but not people that have accomplished amen, amen. look shoulders I'm training you right we are, we are going to make war against the devil. But you can't be an untrained soldier. I have to train you. And one of the attacks of the enemy will be this thing that will, that will make you think maybe your belief is wrong. Do you see? I'm a pragmatist. Pragmatists are people that believe in something that they can practically show. Are you with me? Because everybody believes, everybody believes something. But what does your belief show? You know? Yeah. So, so you soldiers must know that you're going to be attacked in that area, first of all. The area of what you believe. 
And it is, the, it is the primary attack of Satan. It's the same attack that happened to Eve in the garden. Did God really say? You know, he, the first thing was to put doubt in Eve's mind. Like, did Pastor Chris tell you this? Eve told, Satan told that to Eve. The Lord told you this. He's, he's, he actually, he, he told you the wrong thing. When you start to doubt your leader, Eve started to doubt God. I tell you, deception and the lies of Satan is something that really eats me on the inside. Because I can't sometimes see how somebody that's got everything going just drops the ball. Say, how stupid can you get? You see, but I, I mustn't underestimate the deception of the devil which came from the beginning. Doubt God. If doubt him, Then, besides the doubting, you attack the character. No, God doesn't want you to know things he knows. They attack God's character. You see, the system is the same. It's just the same. Brother, are you sure what you are believing? You see, this pastor, he just wants your money. So it's immediately attack on my character. Can, can you see the pattern? Tips, you can see the pattern. Huh? He says to Eve, did God really say? Doubt. No, man, God doesn't want you to know this. You know, because if you do it, you, you'll know everything. It's the same today. Attack the character. That's why I've been called many things. I'm surprised. Uh, somebody here, uh, who was it that said, they spoke to somebody and they said, uh, Ooh, diamond will not be able Me? Who was that? Oh, uh, nevertheless, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the accusation. He just wants money. And then the lady, she, she was armed and dangerous. The one that, uh, he attacked the wrong person. Yeah, he made a mistake. He, if it was you, he could have, you should, you would have, you would have maybe doubted, you would have doubted number one, and you would have also attacked my character. She is nogal waar, when I get elke week envelopes uit in the I can nog eens last man's skuld betalen. Here come another envelope. Who wants money? Attack the character. Put doubt in the mind. Uh -huh. If then it's your downfall. Then it's your downfall. So soldiers, that's one of the first attacks you're gonna have. When the enemy comes. If you my soldiers, if you my members like Abraham had servants in his house, then I'm gonna train you and I'm gonna by God's grace help you to see how you must be strong, how you must own a particular set of skills.
you must have the art of following. If you don't have this, it's a skill you don't have. Do you see? Anybody with a skill will become prosperous. Oh, yes. Anybody with a skill will become prosperous. Yeah. Because they, you, get, you get money in exchange for your skill. Isn't it right? Oh, yeah. But people with no skills. What can they do for Allah? They can fee the strata. But with a skill, you are in demand. Like Samir, I told him, he's got a skill that is in demand. So we had to make a business decision, and I said, sometimes I won't let you make a business decision. Some of you are fortunate by, 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 by favor that you are working at a certain place. Don't change it. Mm. You can't just walk out into another place. But like he is different because his skill in the boat mechanics uh, is always in demand. Do you see? So if, he, if, if the business doesn't work, he can just go back and say, I'm around. Anybody wants me to fix their engines? Oh, we always need somebody like that. Because he has a what? A skill. Yeah. You. Well, what is your skill? Now, in the ministry, yeah, and if God keeps me tomorrow, I want to tell you why you, why, why, why do we as a church teach something that's not common? Like, we want all our members to become pastors. Yeah. The people don't understand why we say, LP Jamie, Pastor Jason. These are kids, they say, in your franchise. But here at this Nando's, we spice them hot. We spice them hot. We spice them hot. You don't have to sit here for 30 years before you become a pastor. We are in need of pastors and lay ministers. We call it lay because um, you're gonna, you can still work for a boss and do the work of a pastor. But you need to have a particular set of skills which, 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 which we want to arm you with. You see? So that we can fight this battle. How to do this? How to do that? And, and, and you know really if, you want, if you're looking for if you're looking for uh, weapons to arm yourselves with it's like this. So some years ago uh, Bishop Derek was preaching in the Assemblies of God in uh, and they couldn't sell the books. Uh, they were really struggling to sell the books. And even I tried to, to explain it to them because I know our people, number one, they don't love books. And then they don't really know, you know, what is in the book. So if, if anybody comes to my church and say, uh, oh, you're doing well, which is the, what they now say. You're doing well. Wow, how did you do this? 
I don't know if they don't believe me. Everything they're asking me is right here in front of them. It's like a, 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 an ocean of knowledge. Oh, it's wonderful. It's so beautiful. So I had to tell them, look, you must read the books. The books will make you invincible. Nobody bought books. They bought a track from Pretoria. I think if they sold five Macarioses, it was many. None of them read the books. Did any of the churches change? No. They had what? I'm arming you. I'm arming you. I'm giving the books. I'm giving you the, the, the training. Huh? It's, it's, it's in front of you. I don't know how I can explain it to you. I say, yeah. Yes, a weapon. Go and make war with it, the bazooka. People will take notice of you. Like they're now taking notice of me. I'm saying that in humility as much as I, but I have to use myself as a witness. Can I have a witness? Can I have a witness? Yeah. I'm a witness. A little bit of the books. A little bit. And I feel you are also going to like stand out as an armed and dangerous person with a particular set of skills. And there's no greater joy and fulfillment than pleasing the Lord. You know? I guess it's, this is the, 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 what we call the great commission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Or go and preach the gospel to every nation. Now how, pastor, how? There's the books. The skills of how to. How to do it. It's all here in front of us. It's given to us. A wonderful blessing. And I don't know if people realize how great it is. And how wonderful it is. Bishop Dag was trying to defend this whole notion that he wants his people to read his books. And he tried to teach it from the biblical perspective. How Paul was encouraging the people to read his books. You know, to say, read this letter in the Philippian church, and when it's finished, read the same letter in that church. In other words, everything I tell you to do, do it. Everything I tell you to teach, teach it. Don't teach your own thing. Don't teach your own thing. So you constantly have this thing. Yeah, my element in the Bible. You know, I, I don't know how I can tell you how stupid people can become. There was a man some days ago who stood up, and I was talking about the importance of reading. And he, he stood up and he said, this thing that you are telling the children, now, who was there? A few of them. Listen, we're live. He was trying to say, this thing that your people are just telling them to read, read, read is nonsense, man. I just read the Bible. And because I read the Bible, uh, this is how I understand Jesus. And then he was standing up and then he said, uh, my Jesus, uh, he's the king of the Jews. Uh, I wonder, do you know him today? And I heard this thing before. I heard that rainbow before. Because, because it, uh, many years ago, my friend Lionel Abrams, he played it to me. Lionel played it. He said, 
Listen to this. And he played it to me and was, he's the king of the Jews. He's the loftiest literature. In a, da, da, da. He's the highest philosophy. In a, na, na, na. It's, it's a very nice little thing. Some black man in America, one day stood up and he said it. It was powerful. And then they also wrote it in a book. So he took the book and he studied it. Now he's telling us he read the Bible. But I told him, brother, take the book, man. It's on tape. I, I had to. I didn't. It wasn't my intention to embarrass him. But I was trying to prove a point. You now saying we're reading the books is wrong. But you then also read the book. Now you come, Mr. Hayes. I wonder, do you know him today? This is how I know my Jesus. Just by reading the Bible. Listen, don't be, don't be known as one of the mad people in the church. Because the church is full of mad people. Serious. The church is full of people that are slightly deranged. Because our most intelligent people, they don't come to church. In society. High IQ people. You don't get a church full of doctors really. Lawyers, no. Oh, I, I profession scientists. No, no, they, they go and work in the lab Sunday to Monday. Doctors always busy with their white coats. So who comes to church? The poor boy who, who couldn't make it, whose father couldn't send him to university, to technicon, or he just can't say my cake too. Can't say Bible school too. So if you're an intelligent person, you are like you are a blessing to, to be a great benefit to the church. Oh yes. Because we sit with a lot of so like that man as he spoke, I, I also have a compassion for him. I won't argue with him. I, I see I see lekani. And the problem is you see in the church we give everybody a chance to stand up and say something. But the man says, sick, but you have a sick man. I said, what? <laughs> now you want to argue with a sick person. You know, I was a fighter. Oh, I liked fighting in my days. It was like a hobby. Arts, martial arts, and then fighting. So I never used to eat, like to eat a drunk person. And I got very angry if you eat a drunk person. Because I feel the fight is not fair. Don't do that. It's not fair. The guy can't really balance. He can't. No, taste no quiet. Taste no quiet. <laughs> That's how I feel about people that are not liquor in the cup. Now to argue with me now about the Bible is, is not a fair fight. So to even debate me concerning what I'm telling you now, actually just me to restrain me. So you say, Chayla, ma Chayla, 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 Chayla. So kopasi lekani. It's all in the books, really. It's all in the books. The art of leadership. Huh? How to make people obey you gladly. The skill is there. 
say, Pastor, why is it that your church looks nice? The place is neat because it's, the, it's my leadership skill. We come to your house, it's broken, the windows are broken, there's no grass, it's sand. It's your leadership skill, your leadership skill. And prosperity is always connected to the skill you have. That's why Africa looks like it is. The people, we want to claim we can do this, but we can't. The skill of leadership is absent. Hmm? How to make people follow you? How to make people obey you gladly? Why must the leader get angry sometimes? These are all leadership skills. You don't know it. You see me behaving in a certain way. You think I'm, I'm out of line. It was Jade or Chelsea who said when they read The Art of Leadership, they said, no man, this book was written. Somebody was copying Pastor Chris. Yeah. But you become armed and dangerous, I tell you. May you be the, have the skill of great leadership. Amen. Now, Malachi chapter 3 verse 18. Are you still around? Yeah. I, I asked Virgil to bring a theme song to the camp that I chose. It's a song to dance on. But now, this problem with this noise... I don't even think we'll be able to. And if we dance for three days, by the end of the three days, there'll be a competition. Yeah. And we see who will win it. Amen. So before 10 o'clock, we have to dance, Virgie. Please, remind me when it's 5 to 10 to. <laughs> Amen. Can we have many servants of God in the church? Or are we going to have many Mr. Big Men, Mr. Big Stuff? We need servants. Amen? And all of you here, listen. It's going to take humility for you to flow and to become a trained servant, a, 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 a weapon in the hand of God. Now, I won't, I won't have time now, but maybe tomorrow I'll share a bit about what is a servant. You, you can't get angry if, if we're shouting at you. It is, just see a servant working in, a, in, in somebody's compound. The boss comes out. Hey! Piet! Oh, because he's not respecting. Why is the garden not watered? Why are they laughing? Huh? Uh. Not watered, not not watered. <laughs> See? And all he will say, Oh, sorry, Basi, I'll do it now, isn't it? It's a servant. The servant, don't get angry at the rebuke. The servant never talks back. That's not what the servant is before. Maybe I should first go there and tell you what the servant is before I make you armed and dangerous. Because I don't want to make members armed and dangerous. I want to make servants armed and dangerous. Because when you are a servant and you're armed and dangerous, let me go there quickly. Let me just give you some of this. 
if, 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 and again, it's all from these books, eh? You won't find it exactly like I say it, but it's like almost there. It's there. I get it from there. I'm honest with you. Those who are proud. Chapter 3. Huh? Look at this. When you are humble like a servant, you are happy to do the small jobs. But when you lose this humility, you're no longer willing to do the menial jobs. Hmm? Where's Natalie? Yeah. We had, uh, we had an issue with toilet cleaning at some stage. And there was a whole argument. And I said, it's easy to solve this problem. Give every pastor a turn to clean the toilets. And then we started the roster. And the pastors were in the toilets. Hmm? We, we, we must never get to the place where the work we do is so lofty in the church, you see, that we can't do the small jobs. I liked it when, especially the new people who join, it doesn't matter your profession. You must be willing to do the menial jobs. And it's not that we want to embarrass you. We want to make sure you are a servant. And one of the first things of a servant, he can do small things. I am one of those uh, that pastors, I'm a very pisach pastor. You know what it means? Pisach? You don't understand? Yeah, it's like a busy, I'm, 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 I'm in everybody's business and, 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 and I, I, want, I want to be involved in everything of the church. Today I was looking for the Mr. Min because I wanted to clean my office desk and I asked this lady, where did you put it? Nothing must be hidden from me. I must know everything. But for dagless ik for. But dag wil ik for niet skoon maak. Mixing concrete, I tell you, I've got boots. Come to my office, I've got concrete boots, the ones that you, the long waterproof ones, where you can stand in the concrete and move it. Yeah, gum boots, I've got that, I've got, I've got a hat, I've got shorts, everything. There's nothing that I won't attempt or that I can't try. Cleaning of toilet, anything. You see, I don't want to be like a president pastor, you know? I just get escorted out. I don't, I don't. It, it helps sometimes, but I'm not that type. I, I, I want to be, I want to see what is not working. Why is it not working? Hmm? And I'll show you how to do it. I give you the job, my job, my nerves make a fatunik itself. Is it the And all of you, you know, you go very far if you have that attitude that you can do the menial task. Also, I'm glad that Tebs and Ramon is here. We gave them menial work, Charlie, when they came. Now we're trying to get them out, but I'm just afraid they're going to become full of pride and then lose all what they ever had. Huh? 
Can you do the small things? You're welcome, gentlemen. Many of you get too angry. Listen, you can now say amen. Uh, and you want me to move to the point, next point. But many of you, you, you can't. You, 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 you argue. Why do you fight so much in the church? I want to train servants here. Servants. I want to arm servants here. Servants. Servants. A servant has the small jobs. Amen. And Jesus told them they must pick up. His disciples were big shots because they were dividing, multiplying. The fish multiplied in their hands and the bread as they were giving to 5,000 people. But after that, they said, now you collect the crumbs. They said, Yerre, die mense ran nog a ding oos as a wonderlijke apostels. No more oos krimmels. Now we must pick up crumbs. They thought we were wonderful apostles of power. Jesus wanted to keep them as humble servants. Amen. Yeah, you must be like a cleaner, a waiter, security man. We saw this when we went to Bishop Dag the first time when those doctors were standing at the... I think we must let Tip stand outside with the... Yeah, with the security vest. You see, I'm, I'm, you see if, if, if I can follow these people, and it's something I should have done. Something I should have done. Go stand in the car park. Number two. You are content with basic conditions for your life. Basic conditions. I saw some of you having to sleep on triple beds. Is this triple beds or four beds? When I saw it, I felt so happy because this camp is to, is to train you as servants. Bearing in mind that some people will release gases in the night. Yeah. And when we were small, we came from school and the science teacher told us, warm air rises. Warm air rises. It's a scientific fact. Yeah. So it's best to choose the bottom bunk. Yeah. It's best to choose the bottom bunk. Some people think it's great to sleep on top. No, no. Science teaches you that warm air rises. Then, some of you will be sleeping with partners that are cutting and sawing wood.
but a servant. A servant. He received the meager conditions. Maybe at your house you have your own room. You have your own bed. Double bed. King size bed. But yeah. You receive the basic conditions. Amen. You see. When you work for the Lord. You can't make expensive demands. Oh yeah by BMI. You know, they want us to stay all day and the coffee shop just give you a, a hot dog, put in water. <laughs> I'm used to chicken. I'm used to my chicken in the afternoons with my potato, with my yellow rice, with raisins and the beetroot on top of it. Jesus! Now, Auntie Julie gives you a dry roll <laughs> with a wet vienna inside. Hey! Sit, Natalie. God wants you to work for Him without making expensive demand. I hope you're not thinking I'm wasting your time. You know what I want to do? I pray to the Lord and I said, Lord, how can I make an army of this people? Because my brother has been kidnapped. My, the soul of my brother is lost. How do we go and save them if I don't have an army? Now you are the 20%. We talk about the 20-80 principle. 80% of the people will just be members. I'm not talking to members on the camp. I'm talking to servants. Armed and trained. Ready for war. Ready to help us depopulate hell and populate heaven. A people who can understand that God, even though you are a secular worker, whatever your company is, you can also be like a pastor, bivocational pastor. In the evening you are pastor, in the day you work for Mr. Parker. Amen. And you will never become too big for your shoes. Glory to God. And you are also willing to be trained. Hey, number three, this is a servant. Willing to be trained in your work. Uh, you see now, look. If anybody is here saying, I know a little bit about church. You, you don't have the right mind. You really don't have. You must be willing to be trained. Amen? Amen? Servants armed and trained. How can I train you if you're not willing to be trained? You sit here, but in your mind, you will, you will say yes, yes, but really in your mind. You see, we, the mind is the, is the... We can't read your mind. Even the devil can't read your mind. How much more me? I can't read your mind. Are you willing to receive training? We have Bible schools and tomorrow we will also touch on the new schools we want to start because it's, the training will take time. It's, it's not, a, this is just a, I'm just setting the fire, I'm lighting the matchstick here, but the training will take a, 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 it's a period of time. But I tell you, 
you'll be a man with a part. If you, have, if you can master some of these arts, the art of shepherding, the art of hearing, the art of following, what other art is there? There are many arts. The art of leadership. Aish. You become great, I tell you. You must be able to be trained, otherwise you can't be a servant. You know? How I want things, how I like things. You can ask those who work with me, I'm always blasting them. Because they want to do things the way they want to do it. I said, no, 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 the way I like it. That's how it must be done. And if you want to stay around, that is the heart you must have. Willing to be trained in the work. Amen. You must be willing to honor the master God has placed over you. Number four. You must be willing. And if you lose that humility, you will not acknowledge your master anymore. I always think, when the, will there be a day when I don't speak so highly of Bishop Dag? You know? And I thank God that I will always have it. It's like, the longer I'm with him, the greater he becomes in my eyes. I tell you. Now, listen carefully. Let me also make it clear. I listen to other preachers also. And I also read other books. We are by no means saying you must just read these books. But I'm just explaining to you, this is my franchise. Yeah. If, I, if after I've listened to them all, and you must say, choose one, I'll go back here. Yeah. I read books. I listen to other preachers. And especially the preachers that fall in the same stream, you know, that they would also encourage. You can see we're bringing pastors from Singapore, that other pastor was from Tampa, Florida, who preached on Sunday. He's from Rodney Howard Brown. Yeah, it's different, but we, it's not that we are just saying, just read this book and just listen to this preacher. Do you understand? But let me be honest with you. This is how I feel. The more I listen to Bishop, the more I say, this man is greater than what I first thought. Really. Is 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 is. I don't know how. And, I, and I'm just saying that because the point I'm on now is that you must really see your pastor as somebody great. It's how I feel about Bishop Dad. You can't feel like that about him. I don't think he's given to you divinely. It's, not the, it's, it's a divine thing. Uh -huh. Like I'm even more, the beginning, uh, Bishop was walking with me, sitting with me in my car, sitting in my house. Like today, it's like, it's, I don't even know how God gave me that, that blessing. It, it is it's, it's, it's beyond my, compassion, my comprehension. To see what this man has done. It's beyond my comprehension. I was watching one of the tapes where he was preaching and I just saw the the, the concrete pillars <laughs> in the wall where he was standing. I said, this is one of many walls. And it's like nothing. What for us will take millions of dollars. For them is nothing. They've reached that pinnacle, that glorious height. Yeah. And then to move from country to country to country to country to plan, 
to come in a foreign country and plant a church and build a building where others can't. You must see your pastor if you are a servant. Uh, you must honor the master God has placed over you. But if you lose this humility, you won't acknowledge your master anymore. And I think it's the danger with all of us. You know? Oh, when Pastor Chris was and touched me, the anointing fell. Oh, he's man of God. Touch the hem of his garment. But after a while, you see that thing is slowly going away. What actually happens is that Bishop Dag quoted the scripture, and I never saw it this way until he showed it to me. He talks about the pride of life. I think it's the three dangers that we are warned of. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Then he explained it like this to me. He said, the longer you live, the prouder you become. In other words, anybody who lives will encounter pride. Because the scripture says, the pride of, just by living. Not the pride of doing wrong, no, no. Just by living, you are, you are encountered with pride. The pride of life. You are no longer a servant. Because you see, your master is no longer great in your eyes. That's why I say this thing is so divine. Like, the longer I'm, it's almost like, I remember when he sat with me, he was teaching about, he's always felt a compassion when he sees people. So I remember when he sat in my car, we were driving in Kailicha. I was still con uh, complaining with Piet. I said, Piet, Piet, you know. <laughs> he was taking us through the streets of Kailicha. He, he, because he delivers things with his driving skills, so, so he wanted now to show off that he knows the back, back, the back roads of Kayalitsha. And I'm sitting with Bishop Dag in my BMW. In the backyards there through the... Now I can't depatches, I can't depatches. I'm having these people in my car. We can't go through these patches. Piet, where are I can't... No, this Bishop Dag, then we saw some people walking in the street. So Bishop just told me, he said to me, do you feel like I feel? When I see people, I, I feel such a compassion. I'll never forget that talk. Because when he was preaching it, I remember he sat with me in the car. No, no, he said to them, he always feels compassion. And I remember, it's true because when I was driving with him alone, alone there was nobody in the car. He told me, when I see these people, I feel always so sorry for them. I always feel there must be more shepherds to help these people. It, that he told me privately, personally in my car. That's when I had the feeling, I was so close to greatness. I, it, never, it never goes off me, man. It's almost like, you can, you can now stop talking about this, man. It's, it, it will never go off me. Because the longer I stay, the more I see this man is much greater than what I thought. I, I made a mistake. Even one day I sent him a text. I apologize for all the things I said. You know, when you, when you don't know a man is great, you can talk nonsense. So I, was, I said a lot of things in the beginning. I talked about the colors of brain damage. And 
And he still told me, don't talk like that. But I didn't know this was, this was a great prophet. <laughs> don't talk like that, Pastor Chris. I was saying, no, these people are all stupid. <laughs> He said, no, you mustn't say that. That's what he told me. You mustn't say things like that. He was teaching me and guiding me, but in a soft way. Uh, asking me a lot of questions. Now, today, you see. What was it? A dream? You see? The Bible says when Peter walked out of prison, he thought it was a dream. The Lord sent an angel to, tie, to untie his chains. The two guards were sitting next to him and the one at the door. And he walked past them, but he thought he was dreaming. And as he was walking in the street, he realized, oh my God, this is real. I thought it was a dream, but it's real. And then when, 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 the, when the, the centurion, the, 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 the leaders asked, Where's Peter? They said, he just escaped the guards. They said, kill the guards. Kill them. You know, they were in trouble. But they thought he saw a vision. They thought he saw a vision. He was real. That, that, that's how I feel with spiritual things. Like, was it a vision? Was it real? You see, if you lose that, you, you might just have it for a short, short moment. Oh, this pasta is great. But if it's not there, like if it doesn't stay there, it means the pride of life. The longer you live, the more pride is coming on you. And it is gone. I can't help it uh, because I'm your pastor, really. I, don't, I personally don't think there's anything great about me that you should like. I know myself better than any of you. I don't think there's anything great. When Peter healed the people, uh, some people even knelt down at his feet. He said, no, 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 don't do it. I'm just a human being like you. In the book of Acts. There's nothing great about me. That, that's how we all feel. But it's a spiritual thing, you see. It's so hard to explain to the natural because the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit. But this, this, this point, this fourth point, to constantly see your master as very great. May the Lord give you grace. When you lose this humility, you don't acknowledge your master anymore. You patiently wait for instructions. Number five. I'm closing. You patiently wait for instructions. Pastor, what must I do? We are blessed now at our church to have offices, isn't it? I'm hoping the officers will bring a change to your contact with me.
because there is now private space where you can come and see me. I'm no longer in the same office with LPD and Pastor Robin because it was not working. Three of us together, plus a rat and a mouse, it was just not working. LPDs all the time there with raps that people stole from her, <laughs> complaining about it. Pastor Robin has bricks and some steel on his office desk. There was no privacy. Jamie bombarding my little space. Now we have private rooms where you can come and sit with us and say, Pastor, what instruction do you have to give to me? Wow. I'm waiting patiently for an instruction. You see, you won't do that because you're not a servant. But at this camp, you are being trained to be a servant. Amen. Not, not, not taking an instruction. This is patiently wait for instructions. <laughs> when you lose humility, you cannot wait for anything or anyone. Hmm? You must patiently wait for instructions. Keep playing as we are closing. It helps them. Amen. I'm a man under authority. I say to this one, come and he comes. I say to this one, go and he goes. Now, look at me. I want, I want to say this. The other day I told somebody, I need to talk, maybe give a teaching on instructions. It won't happen now. But I don't think people understand the importance of an instruction. And I made an example, isn't it? Where was it? In track prayer, yes. I told her, I told Jamie, Jamie, give. Yeah, but she's not here now. She's far. So let's try it like this. Give the Bible to JD. You see? You see? You see? Now give it back to her. Now, what? The common, most common way people do it is to do this. You give it to, say, give it to, give it to JD. Uh, you see. Now listen, I'm showing you this example, right? Now sometimes I, the instructor giver, gets angry at what happened here now, and this one would think, but what is wrong with you? It must landed up by JD. You see. But what I didn't tell her, I didn't tell her. There's something in the Bible that I don't want anybody else to see. Uh, but my instruction was just give this to JD. I didn't have time to explain about the stuff I put in there and the chance that if um, somebody else gets it, it's going to do, it's going to. Then I get angry. Then I say, why did you not do what I told you to do? You see. So an instruction must be carried out just like you got it. Uh -huh. You don't need to understand many things. You just do what you are told to do. That, that's a good servant. That's a good servant. I want this stuff done like this. You do it. You don't need to argue about it. So, so not everybody is like that though. But I'm such a type of a leader. 
So take note of it. So when I give you something to do, try to do it. Oh, you see, if you're not clear, then you ask again. You say, I just want to be sure, Pastor, because I'm not sure. Do you want me to do this, 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 this? Mike Modok teaches that. Be sure about what you must do. So that then you, you don't have to, I don't have to repeat myself twice. Mike Modok actually says, if I must give you an instruction twice, I must take half of your salary away. Because you make me work twice as hard. Right, Ashley? Huh? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's falling asleep? Who's falling asleep? Nobody must sleep. Nobody must sleep. Stand your feet, stand your feet, stand your feet, stand your feet. I don't know why I don't get tired. Number six, stand your feet, stand your feet. A servant must be able to be sent anywhere. Morgan has just gone to East London. And he's starting to love it there, isn't it, Morgan? He first was double-minded, but now I see he's showing videos and this, this, this. There's nothing greater than being sent, I tell you. I thank God that I took that trip to Uppington many years ago. I, I would never have met certain people things in my life if it wasn't for that. You don't have to continually take photos, huh? Are you also listening to the teaching? So once or twice, the same faces, man, they're going to spoil your lenses. <laughs> but when you are humble, you can be sent anywhere. You can be sent anywhere. I like some people's humility in this church, really. Like when I ask them, then they would just say, Pastor Algo, I just, I just like it. And I can see that God is going to bless you. Because that is a great sign. When you lose this humility, you can no longer be sent on missions. We were talking, we were joking about Virgie today. Not really joking, we were saying, Virgie, you're only doing one subject this at university. Maybe I must send you to Gurangura. Pof, pof, ada. Pof, ada. Put zone water. Ah, buffel met een squat most wat geskiet fontein. When I was in the Northern Cape, there was places called wegdraai, omdraai. Omdraai is you can't. This the road ends there, and you must come back. The dorps and amas omdrai. But he was actually willing. He said, if I must go, I must go. Hmm. If you are humble like a servant, you don't need to be thanked or acknowledged for everything. Hmm? And I'm not talking about being thanked and acknowledged about feeling hot so if we didn't thank you and acknowledge you then you must test your heart because I'm training servants here not bosses amen I wasn't thanked it's okay it's okay 
if you really think about thanking people, you, you won't understand how deep it goes. People don't know what, what is being done for them. They think everything is just for granted. Even you coming to this camp, you don't know what was done for you. Huh? I don't know if you, if you know that your fees you paid weren't enough to cover the cost. Did you tell them? You shouldn't have told them. And we decided, no man, let's just cover the cost for them. Yeah. You don't know how much stress you cause LPD in the preparation for this camp. But you don't need to be thanked, isn't it? You don't need to sit in a prominent place of honor. You can sit at the back. Amen. When you humble, you promote your master in everything. Yeah. Some of you do it well. You say, I'm here too. On behalf of Pastor Chris. It's what we are taught. I'm telling you, we are taught. This Nando's is nice, I tell you. This Nando's. It's nice. Uh, other people look at I tell you a deep secret, can I? Many pastors, when they look at you and they look at our interaction, like at BMI or wherever, and the way you shout, and then, you know, they would really love it to have it. I think uh, it was where Pastor Trevor had to go up and say something, and there was only five of my people there, but some, people were shouting, I don't know what church was it. Then he looked at me and he said, Pastor Chris, is this your people? You see, because they can criticize, they, they can say something, but they would love it. What, we are, what I'm training you, they would love to train their people. But you see, they're not dealing with servants. They're dealing with grown, proud people. So they dare not say certain things. I can say it, because if, if you don't have that humility, then, then we can't go far. There's nothing we can do with you. You won't fit into the system. You must go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Change your franchise. Change your franchise. Tell your neighbor, change your franchise. So like, for example, you come up to speak, you see Pastor Charlie would say, our pastor is not here. I would love, I would have loved him to speak to you, but unfortunately he can't make it. So you have to be, I will now. You see, we, we, we were taught by this franchise, how their assistants treat their pastor. Yeah. Now people can criticize, huh? but they would love, they would love their pastors to say that of them. I tell you. They would so much love their pastors to honor them the way I, I'm being honored. They would love it. That's why some pastors, LPD will tell you, she gets angry when she's busy serving me. They also say, They don't even have somebody to make tea for them. Because LPD will come straight and say, Pastor, do you need this? Pastor, do you need that? Pastor, do you need this? I say, okay, get me this. It's okay. They say, Rupa goed terug, rupa goed terug. Because nobody honors them. 
because they haven't taught. You see, the people must be trained. Armed then? It, it, maybe it's not part of our nature. Do you understand, brother? Because we're not like that, but now we are trained. Hey, it's not a bad thing to honor your leader. Now you get people who have accomplished nothing. They say, what is tea? What is tea? Understand? They say you make an afgod from a man. It's like you make an idol. You make an idol of a man. But brother, it's not. I'm teaching you from the books and from the Bible that a, a servant's heart is someone that really honors his master. Teaching you from the Bible. Honors his master. Yes. And you promote your master in everything. Jesus did it with John the Baptist. He said, No, he's the greatest man. He's the greatest. You're talking about my pastor, the one who baptized me. There's no greater pastor than this. The Jesus said the words, There's no greater prophet than John. It was my pastor. I was a member of his church at the water baptism. Remember, I was also standing in the line. What are you talking about? You're talking about the reed shaking in the wind? What did you go to see? A reed shaking in the wind? No, 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 no. A man dressed in funny clothes? No, 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 no. I tell you, he's a prophet. Don't talk just like that about my pastor. He's a prophet. But no, 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 no. He's the greatest of the prophets. Born of woman, there's not a greater than my pastor. This is Jesus speaking, oh, Jesus speaking. Now, when we teach our people this, then the others say, What is this? They so nooslik. They can't see what say Jesus from John. Also, my nature is Jesus. That's my pastor. He's the greatest. He didn't say, oh, you mustn't look to John. You mustn't pray to the Father. Leave John. No. That's, he said, no, John. Born of a woman. There's no one greater. Born of a woman. There's no one greater than John. Hey. Ah. But then he said, the one that is the least in the kingdom. If there's anyone lower, then you can be greater. Because I can't find anyone lower in the humility to stand with these like women's panties or like a bare skin, naked with beard, eating locusts, preaching the word, not afraid to die. If anybody can be lower than that, only then can you be greater than John. Hallelujah. Oh, the enemy hates this. The enemy hates you being a servant. Hmm. He hates you being a servant. But if you can overcome what is common to man, 
and become like Jesus wants you to be, you also become very great. Servants arm and train. Arm and train. Arm and train. You're going to have many experiences at the, as a breakthrough member. That's going to rock your boat a little bit. Huh? I'm sure, I've seen one day, one of the pastors rebuke you. I felt so sorry for you. I, I don't mind to rebuke people, but when my other pastors rebuke them, I get, I get, I feel so sorry for you. It's like, I can't also interfere. Because they must also do their duties. But I wish I can say, don't worry, man. <laughs> do you see? Do you see? But the experience of this rubbing and knocking and is all to make you a servant's heart. To give you a servant's heart. Yeah. To give you a servant's heart. When there's new people, I want to protect them from this knocking. I tell you, I would love to protect you and say, Oh, you're a mother, 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 you're a have they been rude to you before? At breakthrough? Not yet? It's coming or? It's coming. I won't take offense. Huh? I won't take offense. Pray about it, huh? Human beings can be terrible creatures. Sometimes when people come to me with complaints, how they were treated, I'm also shocked. I said, did they treat you like that? But it's also wrong of me, you see, to want to protect you from the thing that must happen to you. To test your heart. Are you a servant or what are you? And sometimes God uses these high pastors in the church to do this to you. Isn't it right? You see, low pastors is okay. You can, you can easily fight them. But when a high pastor... Father, we want to be servants. We want to walk in your ways. There's so much we can accomplish in you. Save us from the delusions, the deceptions of Satan. Save us from the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Help us to remain humble.
before we can even be armed. Help us to have a servant's heart. How then shall we receive if we are too proud? We stand with both hands as a servant, ready to receive your blessing, ready to receive your guidance, ready to receive your training. Make us armed and dangerous with a particular skill in the name of Jesus. Pray about it as you stand there. Lord, give me a servant's hand. Give me a servant's hand. Give me a servant. Makate Servant arm. So we exalt, we lift up on high, softly, don't make a noise now. Magnify, come glorify, Christ Jesus our King. Majesty, kingdom authority flows from his own unto his own, his anthem reigns. And I think Pastor Chris. Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share every day. You know, the Archbishop brought the prophet, and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> so you, you, you explained the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.